Hey, it's Heidi Dawson, and this is Wednesday Wisdom, where I interview wildly successful people from across the world, where we get an inside view into what their daily life looks like. Success leaves clues, and on Wednesdays, we're finding them. Join me now for the latest wildly successful interview. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast, and welcome to Wednesday Wisdom. Well, today, get ready to be super inspired. My guest today is so impressive. Her name is Natalie Chapman, and she is a figure bodybuilding competitor in bodybuilding shows and was the all-over figure winner in her very first show in Atlanta, Georgia in 2013, which is nuts, and has since competed in National Physique Committee shows, which is the premier like amateur physique organization in bodybuilding. And she's placed in the top five of her class for every show she's entered for the last seven years. She's placed well enough now to where she is, go- she's going to international shows and she will may do that in 21 or 22. But anyway, I could talk for hours about bodybuilding and that fascinates me, but not only is she inspiring to me because she's done this, also through surviving cancer, living with Crohn's disease, food intolerance, which I can relate to, and I'm sure a lot of you can as well. I mean, we're going to talk about an app that's been life-changing for her, so let's get this show on the road. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Heidi. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I'm, I'm excited. Ever since I, I talked to you that one day, I was like, I could talk to her for 14 hours straight about this, so I need to, I need to interview her for my podcast because it's so interesting. <laughs> So let me just start out by saying your physique is amazing. Like every time I see you, I I just, I I know how much hard work that is. Um, So thank you. The first question I like to talk to everybody about is their morning routine. And I know you probably have one that um, is just going to blow us all away or probably, or I hope it does because otherwise we'll be really jealous. So, (laughs) okay. So tell me about your morning routine. Do you have one? Yes, I do have a morning routine. So on the mornings I work, um, I get up very early, around 3.30 a.m. Oh, my. I come downstairs, fix my breakfast, which is like 16 egg whites and some spinach. (laughs) Scramble all that together. (laughs) Um, Eat about a third. But I don't think that's ever going to happen for me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry. That's all right. So I eat about half of that breakfast. Um, along with about one tablespoon of almond butter, which I love and it's my favorite. Um, And then I go work out. So I don't usually work out on empty stomach. I always eat something before I go. Okay, that's interesting to me because it varies. Some people uh working out fasted, but I'm a a morning breakfast eater. I I need to eat in the morning. So that's, I'm I'm glad to hear you say that. All right. Yeah, so um, I work out for anywhere between like an hour and a half to two hours, and that includes some cardio and some stretching, okay, okay. and then lifting weights. Stretching is um, so important with what you do because your muscles are so, I guess, I, I know it. so tight. Yes, and I've learned that in the last um, several months. I had a, I tweaked my back and ended up in um, physical therapy, and so they've just been telling me nothing serious is wrong with it. I just need to stretch, 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 stretch. Okay. So I've really been um, focusing on that before and after my workout, stretching my hamstrings and my hips, especially um, because it just makes 
a huge difference in, you know, the amount of weight you can lift and your range of motion and then preventing injury. So I'm really trying to focus on that more. Um, has it helped and your back? It has. Yes, it, wow. it really has. Um, I go through a series of exercises, you know, a couple times a day and it has made a significant difference for that's, me. That's so incredible and inspiring to hear because I, I, I love to run. And when mm. I, um, I had a coach at one point told me, you just need to stretch more because my knee was bothering me. And I right. thought, well, I don't know if that's it. And, you know, <laughs> I'll be darned. I stretched <laughs> really well and I, it's, my knee doesn't bother me anymore. So yeah, that's, that's great oh, to no. hear that it also yeah. helped your back. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Cause I, I'm always the person who walks around going, I, I don't need a stretcher. You know, I'll stretch like five minutes and be like, yeah, that's good enough. I know, <laughs> you know, I'm ready to go. Like it, you're, you know, you've worked so hard to work out and you seem like, it seems like it's a waste of time, but the more mm. I listen to people like you and to other uh, athletes, Stretching mm. is one of, I mean, it's equally almost as important. As I know. Well. Yeah, it is. So now I'm in a position where I have to do it and it's right. making me do it, you know, and so it's working. <laughs> so I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. So, All right. Yeah. So then um, how many hours a night do you sleep? Because you're getting um, up you know, yeah, usually only about six hours, which okay. I would like to get about eight hours. Um, I don't sleep very well, and I'm not sure why. But, you know, I go through spells where, where I will sleep better sometimes than others. And right now I'm not sleeping well. It may be because I've been dieting so long, you yeah. know, um, and I've got another show coming up. And, you know, you think if you're just extremely tired, you sleep better. But I'm not sure why, but I would like eight hours, but I usually only sleep about six hours a night. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, if six hours is too little for me. Like if I get seven, yeah. I'm good. If I get yeah. eight, I am on top of the world. So right. yeah, I think I, if so far I found most people do like eight, um, mm -hmm. they, they thrive, I think on eight. So, all right. So what got you interested in body, bodybuilding and fitness mm -hmm. competitions? Okay, well, I had been a group fitness instructor for years, okay. and we had just moved from North Carolina back to my home state in Georgia, and there wasn't room for me to teach on the group fitness schedule in the gym that I joined, and so I ended up, I still took some classes, and I thought, well, I'm just going to go out on the weight floor and see what this is about, you know, because I'd never really just you know, wandered the weight floor, tried any of the machines. I was too intimidated by the machines. I didn't yeah. know how they worked. I was, I was going to be embarrassed. Yeah, that's what I, I agree with you. You know, you saying that I've, right. I, I'm used to it now, but when it first started out, you kind of feel like everybody's watching you and like they're watching right. you and they know you don't know how to use it. Uh -huh. Couldn't be farther from the truth. Like they're so worried about like them. themselves. <laughs> okay. So you got out on the weight floor. Right. And, you know, just, I started watching people on the machines and started reading the little labels on the machines yeah, I know, and I cool. just started doing it myself. And then somebody approached me and said, you know, have you ever thought about doing a figure competition, which is, you know, part of a bodybuilding show. And I said, I was like, no, what are you talking about? I don't know what that is. And they said, well, go home. You really fit. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I've always been athletic. I ran track and cross country in high school took aerobics through college and then ended up teaching aerobics. So I've always been pretty lean um, okay. and, you know, and pretty fit. 
So <laughs> I was going to say, nobody's ever come up to me at the gym and be like, you should do fitness. <laughs> so I'm like, you must have really looked good. <laughs> you, I mean, you look amazing now. So I mean, I'm sure now it's like everybody looks at you and goes, she's definitely a competitor. <laughs> so that's funny. So, but anyway, so I went home and looked up, looked it up on YouTube and I thought, well, I'm not sure I could do this, you know, cause I was, I'm, I'm naturally a shy person, kind of reserved. And so I was like, I, you know, I don't know, but, um, I got in touch with a show promoter in Atlanta and started talking to her about it. And she was telling me that she could coach me on the posing and she could give me some nutrition, um, coaching as well. And I thought, well, you know, I'm used to being on stage teaching aerobics with a microphone. And on this kind of stage, I wouldn't have to say anything. <laughs> All you have to do is walk out there, do a little routine and um, do some quarter turns, smile a lot, and then you're done. You know, and right, so I really thought, easy. well, okay. <laughs> yeah, so right, this is going to be easy. So I'm going to give it a shot, you know. So, um that lady, she gave me the, you know, the posing classes and everything. And so that one year, um, I tried it and I did really well, you know, I mean, I, I beat every girl there and won the overall figure, um, award. That's so and crazy. so I, I mean, like, you know, I was on cloud nine for a week. That was one of the best days of my life. I think. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's <laughs> it such so much fun. Accomplishment. Especially yeah. when you see all these, other you know girls up there and they've worked hard and uh -huh. probably for years and then you just sort of waltz right in there yeah. like the first year <laughs> <laughs> um, wow but, that's incredible I love that yeah so I was super excited and and thought after that day I was like you know I could do this again <laughs> yeah, so it's addictive yeah and so every year after since then I've done about two shows a year um, and have just thoroughly enjoyed it and have become addicted to it and am just fascinated at watching my body change from year to year because yeah. when you enter these shows, you know, there's always that girl mm -hmm. in every show who can walk out on stage having never done a show and win the whole thing. Like you, you know, do. there's all, yeah, I, yeah, I had my time, you know, yeah. it doesn't come often. Right. So I'm grateful for that time. Um, but yeah, there's always that girl who can do that. And it always depends on who's standing next to you in the show, whether you do well or not. So oh I try goodness. to have the attitude that I'm trying to beat myself from the last show that I did, you know, and improve upon myself because you never know. I mean, I may be standing next to the girl who's been training for 10 years, you know, and she has more mature muscle than I do and she's better conditioned than I am. And so she deserves to get the higher placing than I do. You okay, know, so you, you have, just never know. You have such a good mindset about that. But hold, I have a question. <laughs> okay. Do you, um, do you ever like, kind of like see a girl and you're going, I'm not going to stand next to her? Or do you have specific spots? Like, there's no way you're going to, you, you, oh yeah, you have specific spots. Okay, yeah, I was like, you see some girl, I would be like, oh no, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna squeeze over here because I do not want to stand next to her. <laughs> right, and and okay. what they do is when you get out on stage, um, they put you in a line. You know, they say there's an expediter on stage, a person who's helping us and showing us where to stand. So they will stand us in a straight line, and then when the judges are judging us, they will say number four, switch places with number five. 
So those two uh -oh. girls will switch. And so they compare you against every girl beside you. So, and then they, they have us do the quarter turns where we stand front, we stand to the side, stand to the back, to the other side and back to the front. And we may do those quarter turns, I don't know, five, six times, and then they'll move us around again. So they are trying to decide who has the best physique. So, you know, you, you can't be shy up there. You know, the, the judges are looking at everything, yeah. you know, everything. You so, have to have a lot of confidence, Natalie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. you know, they're looking at every little, every little thing. And that's the specific reason they're looking at you. Is right. Like, it's a bodybuilding show. <laughs> it's a show. So yeah. Yeah. That is so interesting to me. And then they just kind of, right. I guess it's good if you get a lot of movement because they want to see you next to everyone. And then right. like, okay, this is good. This is good. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's usually, good. usually the girl in the middle is, um, the higher the placing. So if you're, if you're in the middle and they judge everybody's moving you or, you know, moving around you, then that's very good. So, but sometimes you can move to the end because um, a judge over here can't see you as well. So, wow. you know, you move over here. Sense. So, but anyway. Okay. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So then I, I've seen pictures. I have not been to a bodybuilding show. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they do fascinate me and I've seen pictures. So, there's, I have questions about that. <laughs> Everyone okay, sure. can. They all have like really beautiful bathing suits. Uh, what is the day in the life and you know, what's the tan? Why is everyone so tan? And tell me a little bit about all that. Okay. So everybody is so tan because the stage lights are so bright that if you did not have a super dark tan, your muscles are washed out and the judges, they can't see any definition you know, they can't see any of the cuts, any of the lines. Okay. So you just might as well not even enter if you're not going to get a tan, honestly. Okay. Okay. So that makes so, sense. Yeah. So everybody is spray tanned the night before the show. So Friday night, you get a spray tan. And then we wake up early Saturday morning. Like they start tans at four in the morning. Wow. And everybody gets another coat. So you're super dark. And then before we go on stage, they'll glaze us and make us shiny, you know, and give us any touch-ups that we need. Right. Um, oh, but wow. yeah, the, the tans are a big deal and we're super dark. Like if I'm standing, you know, conversation distance away from you, I'm super, super, super dark. Okay. <laughs> so, but so on stage. Kind of like makeup. You always yeah, feel, yeah. feel like you have too much on, but then you look at the picture and you, you look perfect. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because on stage it looks good because the lights are so bright. Um, but yeah, but there's a lot that goes on like the week before, you know, I'll get my nails done. Um, I get my hair colored. You can get the more <laughs> color like nails you want, right? There's no restriction. Yeah, you can do any color you want. I usually just do like French white or whatever because it okay, yeah. goes with everything. Um, but yeah, hair, nails, um, and then the, you know, the spray tans, any waxing that you want to do, all that kind of stuff is done the week before. And then, like I said, the spray tan's done the day before and then the morning of the show. But, um, but the suits, the suits are specific to the division. So like I'm in the figure division. Okay. So our suits um, look a little bit different than the bikini girl um, division. Okay. So our suits, like it's a, it's a bikini top and then it crosses in the back and hooks on the, on the um, back part of our suit. The bikini girls have like a halter top 
and then just like a bikini bottom. It okay. doesn't cross. And I don't know. You didn't even know that if you didn't know, if you weren't familiar with the competition, yeah. you wouldn't know. But is the cross in the back probably helps define, you know, like you see everything maybe? I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure, honestly. Okay. Um, Interesting. So yeah, you're not yeah. going to Dillard's and buying a no. suit, a sparkly no. suit. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. right. That is so interesting to me. All right. So then, and then of course you have your makeup done. Do you put on eyelashes? Yes, we put on fake eyelashes. Um, yeah, makeup is done, you know, at the show. Um, I, I, and I wish I could do my own makeup. Some girls can do their own makeup and they look beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um, I usually cannot do it well. So I get some. I have to a photo shoot. I do. I have someone do my makeup because it never, it never looks as good when I do it. And yeah. I, I have, I cannot put on my own eyelashes. So right. <laughs> I have to have someone professionally do that. Okay. So now, then, one last question about that because I want to get to some other things about your health. Uh, your health okay. we've talked about, but there's so many different girls there. Is there a sense of camaraderie with everyone or is it really just competition, everyone for themselves? No, I think that every show I have been to, all the girls backstage have just been so friendly. Um, you That's know, good. I mean, every, everybody has been great, very helpful. Yeah. You know, if you need help with your suit, you usually can ask the girl over here. You don't even know her. She's like, oh, sure. I'll help you. You know, so um, I've never encountered anybody that was rude or, you know, tried to steal my shoes or tried to steal my pump up band or anything like that. You know, nothing like that. Okay. And I've heard of, I've heard of stories like that, but I've never experienced it. Okay, um, well, that's good. I, I like that, that there's a sense of camaraderie because you, you know, you could think, you can imagine that it, with a bunch of girls that are competing for each other, with each other, <laughs> it could get ugly. Right, but right. It isn't. Um, right. That's helpful. All right. So, have you always been super fit then, um, and eating lean, or is it is that something you've done more recently? Um, like I said, I've always been athletic and pretty lean. Um, and then my diet has changed over the years because of um, like the Crohn's disease. And, and I'll say my Crohn's disease has been mild and is, is now in remission. So I'm not dealing with that as much um, anymore. Because is there, so, there is no real cure for that. Am I right? Right, there's no cure for it, but it can go into remission. And mine has been in remission for several years now. So, and then when, I, when it was flared up was in, when I was in my early twenties and, um, and I took medication for it, but I was never like hospitalized for that. Okay, um, good. But then my, di my diet has right? changed. It, it, yes, it can be. Um, and I just had a, I had a lot of diarrhea with mine. That was my issue. Um, yeah. But anyway, so my diet has also changed because of the food intolerances I've learned that I have over the years. And um, that has been extremely helpful for me in, you know, educating myself and, and finding out from others like this app. I told you about the, the low FODMAP diet app um, because I found out that I had intolerances to like lactose and fructose. And fructose. Now I know yes. that I have lactose, but I, I didn't and glucose. But now mm -hmm. fructose is something that's new. I hadn't heard that. So what is, so fructose can be a problem as well then. 
Right. So um, fructose is, you know, is a, a, like a short chain carbohydrate, I believe, if that's correct. And um, I've, they diagnosed it through the, a test at the gastroenterologist's office. So I drank fructose. I drank this liquid with fructose, okay. you know, and then I waited and then I actually blew into this bag. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they measured that whatever came out of my breath, I don't know, I don't know the scientific way they did it. But anyway, they found out that I had this intolerance to fructose. Mm -hmm. And so since then, I was like, okay, so what's in fructose? So it's in a lot of fruit, you know, or high fructose corn syrup. The first thing I cut out oh. was high fructose corn syrup. And that made a huge difference um, in like gas and bloating in my digestive system. Huge difference. Yeah, we talked about one at one point. I asked you about your joint pain, and you said you don't have any. But mm -hmm. I noticed that sugar, when I eat sugar or glucose, I have joint pain, and so I don't, I, I don't, I haven't been eating that, and it's helpful. I mean, it's very right. helpful. It's you know when you use your when you recognize food can be, you know, your medicine or mm -hmm. not, and, and it can also be your poison. And I exactly. don't think people really realize that and it affects your mental state too have you is that something you've noticed that it kind of affects mentally how you feel food um well just i would say mentally is um a secondary symptom because i just feel so terrible okay. and feel lethargic you know um i don't necessarily say i would have mental fog but i just feel so bad i mean okay. i can tell because now i've gotten to a point where I know, I know my food triggers. And so like I could eat say ketchup that has high fructose corn syrup in it. I could eat a little bit of ketchup, you know, three table or a tablespoon, two tablespoons, something like that. But if I eat a bunch of ketchup, then I'm going to have an issue, you know? So I figured out the amounts that I can eat. Just and, a little bit isn't good. Yeah, just right. A little bit. And even with um, natural fruits, like in grapes, um, or, you know, fruit, fruit tins are in vegetables too, right. like, um, asparagus. Okay. So I figured out I can eat a little bit of those foods and be okay, but I cannot eat them all day, every day, or right. I will just be miserable. And I think that's something, think about that for a second. You're talking about fruits and vegetables, which is something mm. that people, most people think of as really healthy foods. And that's, that is the thing that I think I've, I've been surprised about the most is that it's not healthy for everyone. You know, right. and to me, I took a, a food allergy test and I was allergic to eggs. Now I think that was because I was eating so many because uh -huh. now I'm gradually easing eggs back in and it's okay. But mm -hmm. you know, so some foods, if you're not feeling good and you still are eating healthy, it's good to go get a food allergy test because it can make a difference in your, in the way you feel for sure. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So now when you're not training for a fitness competition, how does your diet and exercise change or does it? I'm sure it does. Has to. Um, well, my exercise really does not change. So uh, like somebody said, Oh, are you training for a show now? And I'm like, I'm always training for a show. I'm always on. Okay. What is that? How many you, we talked about this. How many days a week do you train weight wise? Usually five days a week. Yeah. And, and, but that could be anywhere from one to two. Yeah. One to two hours. So, gosh, sometimes, and lately for legs, I've been training, gosh, two and a half hours or something. 
When I um, see you in the gym and it's like you're a machine. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I mean, you know, I, I don't, people say, how do you do it? I'm like, you know what? I love it. Yeah. Like I'm the person that I'll work out all morning and then by um, dinner time, I'm like, gosh, I'm ready to go to the gym again. Yeah. I mean, truly. And I don't, I don't know why, but I'm just well, like that. Because it makes you feel, it gives you, I, you know, is it dopamine? What does it give you? Yeah. Endorphins. That yeah, it release those endorphins. Um, I feel like I love, I look forward to my exercise. I used to hate, I used to always tell myself and I'd tell anybody that would listen that I hated running. And mm -hmm. then I started running slowly and I started stretching and nothing hurt. And now I run five miles twice a week and I'm telling you, I look forward to it. Like that is something yeah. I look forward to every time I'm ready to do it. And the same thing for the gym. I love going to the gym and working out. It feels so good to challenge your body. You know, yeah, I, I agree. And then also, you know, it's a community. There are friends up there, people that you like to see every day. And so, right. you know, I just, I love it. I that's absolutely we, love that's it. really kind of how we met is. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amanda, but at the gym, we've seen at the gym. several times. And so yeah. I love that too, because I work from home and, you know, so a lot of times if I'm not doing interviews for my podcast or working with a design client, I'm alone, you know, I'm working from home. Uh-huh. So it's fun to go to the gym and see all my friends. That's right. <laughs> I love that. All right. So now you have, uh, you've overcome some pretty serious health issues. Is there any advice that you could give just from your experience of what someone that's struggling with a health, health issue right now, if, is there any advice you could give them to not only survive, but thrive like you have? I would say, right. I would say take one day at a time. You know, God's going to give you what you need uh, to be sufficient for the day. So, you know, if all you can do is sit up on the side of your bed, if that's all you can do today, then try to do it three, four times, you know, or if all you can do is walk to the mailbox, wow. you know, try to do that one time and then tomorrow try to do it two times, you oh know, so, yeah. so wherever you are, just set small goals for you and remember that any kind of progress is progress. No matter how small, beautiful. it's it's progress. So that is beautiful. I, I really, really am glad you said that because that's true with anything. You know, yeah. we, we tend to think if we don't make huge strides that it's not a success. But right. what leads to huge strides are small strides. You know, it's exactly. that first step. It's the first like five minute walk you take leads mm -hmm. to a ten minute walk the next day leads to exactly a five mile run like I'm doing now. It really right. does. And you just have to be gradual about it and do not beat yourself up. I, I'm so glad you said that one day, yeah. um, small goal. One day and be patient with yourself. Um, you know, cause like in bodybuilding, you know, people, and I do it too. I look at the girls on Instagram and I'm like, Oh, I want to look like that in eight weeks, you know, yeah, but it just right. doesn't, I mean, it doesn't happen like that. I mean, no. I've been bodybuilding for, you know, seven years now. And I look like this. So seven years, you know, so, I mean, it, it takes time. It takes patience. And, um, you know, you just have to say, you just have to set your goals for today, tomorrow, the next day and the next day, and just do the best you can every day. I love that. It's patience. Patience is key. You know, it's, mm -hmm. uh, I saw a, uh, someone posted something today that was talking about how being really fit is, <laughs> 10% cardio, 10% working out, 70% diet, and 10% patience. 
<laughs> and I thought that was really good because yeah. diet is always the key. Yeah. Nobody wants that to be true. You know, I don't want it I to know. be true. <laughs> I, know. I wish I could eat anything I want and then, and just still look like you, but that can't happen. You could just can't mm -hmm. do it. And that's not no. the way we were built. So this has been fascinating. Um, it, so you have, your pictures are on your Instagram and I, I, your workout videos that you, now that I follow you, I love those. How well, would somebody you. follow you if they were wanted to see your workouts? Cause you do post some videos that are really yeah. inspiring because like your squats that you were doing the other day, you were doing uh -huh. some squat machine. You, they, you go so low. I mean, so it's really inspiring <laughs> for people. So everybody go follow Natalie. What is your, um, what is your Instagram handle? It, Instagram is uh, at Chapman4019. So 4019, Chapman4019. Okay, I'm going to put that on, um, on, on the show notes. And then is there any, have, and I, I didn't really talk about this, but is there a book that you've read or anything that has inspired you that you, like any kind of, is it bodybuilding or health books or anything? Are you a big reader? Honestly, no. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> no, that's, that's right. one thing. I wish I read more. I like to listen to podcasts and listen to audiobooks. Right. Um, but you know, not re not really. Okay, that's totally fine. Well, <laughs> okay, well, this has been so much fun, and I, I've learned a lot. I really, really enjoyed talking to you about this because it, it is fascinating to me how hard you work, but also how motivated you are to stay this way year in and year out. Cause for seven years, I mean, you've been doing it. So yeah. thank you so much for coming on today. I've enjoyed it. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.